and welcome to another episode of the Claremont County Public Library's Book Lovers Podcast. I'm Laura and I'm here with my co-host Andrea. Hello. And we're joined today by Kara, the Youth Services Librarian from the Amelia Branch. Hi. And today Kara is going to talk about some super fun new kids books. Yes, I'm so excited. Thank you for having me today. I love to talk about books. So. We love to have you tell us about the yeah, books. Yeah, yeah. So and I we have the advantage we get to see the cover, so we'll try to share some of that with the listeners. Yes, and definitely they'll, they'll be on the website. I Absolutely. Assume. People can see them. Please put holds on them. Ask for more recommendations. We're always happy to give more. Um, so the ones I brought today are new, I believe, within the past year. Um, and they are for babies up through kids who are just learning to read. Um, but I always say that any books are for all ages, so I think parents and families will enjoy these as well, because I sure do. Yes. Well, yeah. yeah. Um, so for babies and toddlers, I brought two new favorites, um, and the first one is near and dear to my heart. It's called Anne's Colors by Kelly Hill, and it's based on Anne of Green Gables, which is my absolute mm. favorite book if I have to pick just one. Okay. That's we were trivia about Kara. Now we'll know. There you go. <laughs> and we can secretly start calling her carrots. Oh, no. No, I'll break a slate over your head. You better watch out. <laughs> so this is a new series of board books, all based on um, the novel. Oh. Um, and they're each a different concept. So this one's Anne's Colors. They also have numbers, feelings, um, alphabet, things like that. All based um, on Anne of Green Gables? Yep. Oh, the fun. original book. Yeah, and the nice thing about these is the illustrations are really intricate. Um, they're made of fabrics. So they really look patchworky, oh, and they've cool. also got embroidery floss, like, for her hair. Yeah. Um, so I think they really evoke the feeling of the novel. Um, I know you kind of oh, want to touch them. They, it looks they like, look like they're 3D. Yes. Yeah, but they're not. Um, so they just have either a sentence or just a couple words per page, so it's really appropriate for the little ones that you're reading to, but the parents obviously know maybe the full story. Um, so you can add more information if you'd like, like black hair. It's her friend Diana. It doesn't say anything other than black hair, but you can talk about what other things you see are black. There's a bird and some blackberries. and um, So lots of things to talk about in these books. Um, and even if you're not an Anne fan like me, there are <laughs> lots of board books for um, kids that are based on classics now. Um, there's a whole series called Baby Lip Primers that mm -hmm. has things like The Wizard of Oz and even Moby Dick, which I don't know oh, who wants a board book on that. I personally fan, but <laughs> yeah, it probably does. So I would start there if you're looking for other classics. I know there's Jane Austen and you know all right. kinds of um, things that people would enjoy. So. I recommend Anne's Colors, though. Um, and then the other one I brought is for kids who love vehicles. So it's called Choo Choo, Guess the Vehicle. Um, it's by Coco Retto, which is um, actually a combined name of the author-illustrator. Oh. I don't know what their full names are, but their website says that they're a team that put their names together, and that's what they publish Clever. under. Um, so I love their text that they use in the books. Um, they have other books as well. They use a lot of colorful and large words so that you can point out the letters um and then the animals are usually really big and they're adorable cartoons and then this one has flaps with the um with the vehicle under it so it says the vehicle noise and then under the flap it shows you oh fun a big pretty vehicle this one's a train um so you can talk about the the noise that it makes and and what else a train does and kids can have the fun of moving the flap without worrying about hurting the book because it's really sturdy mm -hmm. so 
That one is really fun. My two-year-old that loves vehicles is obsessed with that one. Oh, I bet. <laughs> when we talked about the Ready to Read Fest, and I worked the prize table, the free books, trains was the most popular answer for what kind of books do you like to read? Yeah. Vehicles are Didn't big. matter gender. Boys, yep. girls, everyone loves trains. Yep. There's all kinds of vehicle books out there, you know. If that's what your kid is interested in, I always tell people, find whatever they're interested in. There's got to be a book on it out there, and that's what right. will make them interested in reading. So look for those books. Very cool. Yeah. Um, so in the picture book category, um, completely by accident, I picked two books about bears. Um, so the first book is called Underwear! Exclamation <laughs> point. Um, and it's about a little bear who just got out of the bath. Um, and, of course, what do you need to do first? Put on your underwear, but he's not having it. And it's um, a real cute bear on the cover holding up a pair bear. of underwear. He's very energetic. His and dad, bear. with his glasses down <laughs> on his nose, is not amused throughout the book. He's just trying to get him to put on his underwear, but he won't. So he's joking about the underwear. He says there's a tear in it. It's a rhyming book, so kids will have fun picking that out. Um, and then, I mean, he just kind of goes crazy. He puts it on all different strong <laughs> ways. He puts it on his head as hair. <laughs> he ends up being super bear in it. So finally his dad does convince him to put on a new pair of underwear and his pajamas. And then he goes to bed. So Aww. really cute ending. Um, I read this to school visits that I went to um, in the spring and then over the summer in story time. And the kids all love it. Even And then my next book about bears. Um, this one's called Bear Came Along by Richard T. Morris. Um, and the bear in this book um, steps into a river and sets off a chain of events. You could see on the end pages, there's the whole river winding through oh, the forest. Um, and so he is on a log, and on each page he meets a new animal that oh. joins him. And every So kids will kind of get the rhythm of the book. It says, until a frog hopped on. So it goes through all the different animals that are joining him. It was a lonely frog and then there's a turtle who, or two turtles who are worried about going down the river. Um, so they have all different feelings that they express as they're going along. Um, he's joined by all different kinds of animals. It gets more and more colorful. So I really feel like you get the, the feeling of being out in nature. Um, and they're cute little fuzzy animals too. So that's my favorite. All their feet are looking out Onto that. the river until they hit a waterfall. Oh. Um, so now they're all afraid. Um, so the whole story is kind of about learning from the people around you, how we're all kind of more similar than different and can get along and learn things from each other. So um, it's a sweet story. I it enjoy that. It's cute. And great yeah. illustrations. Yes. So these next two books are for kids who are just starting to read. So we call those beginning readers. Um, so you'll find them in the BR or the easy section. Some of them are cataloged there as well. Um, so this series is brand new. It's by Jeff Mack, who I adore his books. He usually does picture books, but he has this new beginning reader series called Mr. Monkey Takes a Hike is the, the third one. Um, so they're all Mr. Monkey books. He gets into really ridiculous scrapes. There's one where he's baking a cake. I think that's what it, it's called, Mr. Monkey Bakes a Cake. Um, and he gets chased by a gorilla at one point <laughs> because he has the cake. And so he just has funny things happen to him. Um, so in this one, he just wants to play a video game, um, but a bird steals his controller. So he has to go chase it and ends up in, you know, all these ridiculous situations. Um, but the cool thing is you see him at the beginning. He's doing the video game. So it's talking about the different 
steps in the video game, all the actions his character has to do. And then when he has to chase the bird, he's doing all the same stuff. Oh, fun. Um, So he's doing it in the real world, which is a cool mirroring technique. But it's also a really great way to repeat the same words for kids who are learning how to read to get um, exposure to to learn those new words. Um, So the text is really, really simple, as you would expect with a beginning reader. Um, But the uh, illustrations are kind of uh, comic book style. Mm -hmm. Um, So there's a lot going on in the illustrations, and that will also help kids kind of um, rely on them for their comprehension. So that's good as well. Um, So you can see at this point he's actually literally running into a moose smack (laughs) in the back of him. So he runs into a moose, a waterfall. Um, The mama bird picks him up at one point and puts him in the nest. So he finally does get his controller back um, just in time to try to go back home and play. But he falls asleep because he's so tired from from all the exercising he did. So um, kids will really enjoy these, you know, get a laugh from them. So I think that's kind of a win-win, learning to read and having fun. Sure. So that's Mr. Monkey. And then this one, um, I Will Race You Through This Book by Jonathan Fenske. Um, I'm not familiar with him. I'm not sure if he has other books, but I really enjoyed this one. It's an interactive um, book, which are really popular right now, where the reader's like participating in oh. the book and actually helping move the story forward by doing something. Okay. Um, so in this one, the reader is racing the bunny through the book. Um, so you have to kind of go through the illustrations and, and interact with him. He says, I'm not ready. Close your eyes and do not peek. And then, of course, <laughs> he starts sneaking because he's trying to get further in the race. Um, so in the end, the, the reader wins the race. So the bunny's a little discouraged, but he convinces a snail that he's going to race him next. So <laughs> he's going to win some way. Um, but I like the text in this one as well. Um, he does a lot of dramatic words he actually stretches out the words so that'll kind of help put emotion into the reading as well some of the words are bigger or bold um some, oh, uh, yeah. so very cool super reading. cute yep and then the last three that i have are informational books for young kids cool um so i think a lot of times we overlook these um, of course, we love fictional stories, but especially boys are really sparked by nonfiction. Um, so I would encourage people to look for just whatever your kids are interested in um, or to try to get them interested in a new topic. Um, and do you want to give a note about where you would find these books in the library? Like if you didn't have staff that guide you to them because they're nonfiction, do they get shelved differently? Or just mixed in with the board books and everything. Depends on what section you're looking (laughs) in. So I would still definitely ask for help. um, Because um, as far as I know, all the kids' nonfiction in every branch, I believe, is shelved with the adult nonfiction. And we get questions about that a lot Mm -hmm. because the call number says J. Right. But people think it should be over in the kids' section. That's right. Um, So I would take a look over in the nonfiction section. We just moved a lot of our beginning readers over to the, the beginning reader section. I don't know if every branch has mm-hmm. done that, though. At Amelia, we have, um, so that you can access every kind of beginning reader in the same section. Not all branches have space to, to put them that, all together, yeah. so they might still be in the nonfiction. But if you see that BR with a number, that means that it's non-fiction. nonfiction. Um, and then the board books um, could be with the board books or in the nonfiction. So at Amelia, we are hoping to move the board books over soon to, you know, with the rest of the board books, sure. so I'm pretty excited about yeah, that. Yeah, just so to find them. give a heads up, because yes. sometimes people are like, why do you put it where you put it? Right, yeah. Well, and every <laughs> branch is a little, a little bit different, too, yeah. yeah. So, 
definitely ask. We're always happy to help. That's right. Um, so the first one that I brought is a board book. There are lots of informational books out there for babies, which you might not think about. Um, this one is part of the Hello World series, and I like this one even though it doesn't have photographs. Because um, a lot of the, the informational board books have photographs, which I think are the most appealing to children, where they can see the real thing. Um, but they can do well with the illustrations as well. Um, actually, all the ones I brought today are illustrated nonfiction. Um, but this one has topics that will really appeal to kids. So dinosaurs, bugs. Um, this one is the newest one. It's called How Do Apples Grow? Um, so it has very simple text, but it also has more information on the oh. page. So you can choose to read it or not, depending on how interested your child is. It has a lot of vocabulary, so pointing out the parts of a flower, the parts of an apple, the seeds, things like that. Um, there's counting within it. So lots of extra aspects that you could talk about or not. Mm -hmm. So that's one of the cool things about nonfiction. You could just look at the pictures and talk about them and relate them to your own life. Or you could delve more into it if your child's really interested or if they're older. Um, so you could kind of scale it to your child's interest and abilities. So that's the nice thing about nonfiction. Um, the next one I brought is super eye-catching. It's a fluorescent orange color. Um, for the cover. It's about uh, T-Rex. It's called How Tall Was a T-Rex? Um, and this one is for, um, I would say, anybody because <laughs> um, it is really interesting. Um, but it's appropriate for, I would say, preschool um, through early elementary. Um, it's got really simple sentences so they could probably read it on their own. Um, but it's all size comparisons. So since a oh, lot of kids okay. haven't been able to maybe go to a museum and see a dinosaur skeleton, trying to think about how big they actually were, um, it compares them to all kinds of things. So this page says its teeth were as big as bananas. And it shows wow. a banana in place of one of the teeth. So you can, if you can imagine, imagine that. that. Yeah, and then it compares it to... Um, all kinds of other animals. It could oh, have eaten wow. a goat in one gulp. Um, and then the weight, you know, it was as heavy as three hippos. Um, so, and, and it does tell you um, how tall was a T-Rex. As tall as a giraffe. So they may have seen a giraffe oh, at wow. the zoo. You know, we've got a really cool viewing area at the right. Cincinnati Zoo where you can be on, on height with them and see how tall they are. Um, so that would give you an idea of, of how big they were. Um, so... I think this one's great. I really like it, especially the cover with his, his big yeah. face taking yeah. most of the cover. It's very eye-catching. Yeah. And then the last one I brought is called Birthday on Mars by Sarah Schoenfeld. Um, and so this kind of shows you just the range of nonfiction. They really do have informational books about just about anything for kids. Um, so you might not think that your child's interested about, you know, the missions to Mars, but um, this one's about the robot Curiosity, um, and it celebrated its own birthday when it had been on Mars for one year. It sang Aww. happy birthday to itself. <laughs> um, so that's kind of the basis of the story. It really doesn't have a lot of text, but the cartoon illustrations show kind of what the landscape oh, yeah. of Mars looks like, um, and then talks about, you know, how dust storms occur and... Um, it also shows what his job, I guess if you call him him, um, the robot's job, so um, that he takes pictures and sends them back to Earth and communicates with people there. Um, and then it really focuses on his name about how we should be curious about things and always learning. So, And then the back has more information about Mars and the robot. So kind of just a taste oh, of information. Nice. And then if you want to learn more, you can. Um, or just kind of enjoy the story. Yeah, good stuff. 
great picks. Yeah, I think those thank are all delightful. You. All right. Well, thank you, Kara, for coming in and sharing about these new books. Thank you to listening to Book Lovers Podcast. You can go over to ClaremontLibrary.org to see links to all the books that Kara talked about, including the pictures so that you get to see what we saw today. Yes. Our own little story time. Abbreviated, I guess. Yeah. Yes, but personalized. It was delightful. Right. <laughs> um, if you want to talk to us, you can go to Facebook.com slash Claremont County Public Library and leave us a comment. And remember, like a good book, you can recommend our podcast to a friend or write a review. And if you need recommendations, be sure to stop by our staff and ask them for a good book recommendation or 12. Absolutely. Yeah. We're always happy to. Yes. Until next time, read on, reader. Reader.